on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. We always have this debate, and now we finally have the answer. If you fly and you are on a packed flight and you've got, you know, you're in the aisle seat, someone's in the window seat, someone's in the middle seat, and you always wonder who gets these armrests, these middle armrests, right? You know, that okay, aisle seat, you got your outside. Window seat, you got the window. You got to lean against the wall. But what about those middle armrests? We now officially have the answer. Yep. And it has been revealed by actual people who work for airlines and who are uh, flight attendants on airplanes. And they say that those armrests actually belong to the person in the middle seat. Both. They get both They get armrests. both of them. They don't have to, they don't get to choose one or the other and then the other person nope. gets lucked out. They say technically they both belong to the middle seat person, the middle seat passenger, because they are sitting in the most uncomfortable seat on the whole plane. They're saying because you're in the worst seat, basically, in the middle, you deserve both armrests. Very so good. I'm, I'm actually okay with that. And that's according to flight attendants and, and the whole deal, the the actual airline. So they're yeah, giving you I, the answer. Yes. So that is the technical answer. However, I don't fully agree with it. If I were to give my two cents, which you know I'm going to do. How in do, the world do you think the middle person should not deserve the two middle armrests? They're in the middle. I'm not saying they don't deserve any armrest. I think they deserve the one on the right. The so, one on the right? So listen to me. So you're sitting in the middle seat. Imagine this. Okay. Close your eyes. Do what you need to do to imagine right, it. Let me close my eyes. I'm picturing <laughs> okay. a crammed Southwest Airlines flight. It smells you're, like old cheese. <laughs> <laughs> some... you're, you're on the plane. You're sitting in the, the middle seat. Yes? Yes. Now think about the person who's in the aisle seat. If the middle person takes both armrests... The aisle seat person has nothing, nowhere to put their arms. Yes, they do. They have the aisle. Right? What do you mean they have the aisle? They have Just the, floating out there? No, they have the aisle armrest. Oh, I guess they do have the... Yeah, there's a, there's well, an armrest on the aisle side. changes my theory. I thought there wasn't an armrest in the aisle. Oh, no, 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 there so is. So I was going to say, at least give them one, and then the middle person has the one on the right, and then you have the window person who has the window and the one on the right. But yeah, no, right. the, the, the aisle has the one on the on the one on the left. I, I mean, I cannot remember the last time I sat in the middle. In fact, I don't even know. I think I've only had I it can. once where I sat in the middle I, yeah, but, but, between two strangers. On our way to Hawaii. Oh, between two strangers. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Have you ever sat in a middle seat of a plane between two strangers? Yes. You M- have? Many times. I have flown hundreds and hundreds of times, and I know there have been many times where I've been stuck in the middle seat, especially because... Uh, back in the day when I would fly a lot more often, the airlines that I would fly, it was assigned seats. So it wasn't like the free-for-all, yeah, you yeah, find yeah. a seat and you sit down, you pre, like pre-check Southwest. in. I yeah. think Southwest is the only airline that does that everywhere else. I think you choose your seats. Yeah, so I would end up getting the middle seat a lot because I was just a single, just me person. Yeah. And so a lot of times people would already oh, choose the other ones or I don't know. So I would get stuck in the middle. I think I've only had that once and it is a terrible feeling. And I think I be based on my uh, personality. I actually think I gave up both armrests. So I really had the worst case scenario. <laughs> You're like sitting, yeah. just like squeezing your arms together, just hunched over. <laughs> so I saw, you don't bother anyone. I saw a video of a guy that like, and who knows if it was staged or not, but literally the moment he sits down, Right on the plane, it shows him just go and grab both of them and just grab both, like claim your stake on the both the seat. armrest. Yeah. Well, that's what he should do. Yeah. A- according to flight attendants and people with airlines, they say middle seats, you get both armrests. That's funny because uh, your mom's going to fly out here and uh, and hang out with us for a little bit and, and watch her son. And 
I uh, I booked the flights because that's kind of our deal. We're like, hey, we'll pay for the flights if you come down and hang out and free babysitting or whatever. And uh, I feel bad, and I'm trying to decide if I'm a total jerk or not. But uh, I wanted to save money, so your mom has got some layovers and some weird. She's got a weird way to fly here. Like she's going <laughs> the opposite direction, and then that's a layover. And I, so I booked the flights, and I'm like, so it should take you like 45 minutes to get here. But it's going to take you four and a half hours because you got to stop in <laughs> Oakland and change planes. But I'm sorry. I saved like 120 bucks. I feel bad because I was talking to her on the phone about her itinerary. And <laughs> she's like, oh, Lauren, you don't need to buy my ticket. She's like, I know how expensive it is because I've seen prices. I've tried to, you know, book like, a flight. No, no, no. We made and- sure it's cheap because you're going to Alaska first. <laughs> and I said, oh, mom, don't worry. I didn't get that flight. We got the one where you have like 18 stops on your way here. <laughs> is that is that a jerk move? If you, I don't if know. you pay to fly so someone somewhere like hey let me let me buy your plane tickets you fly out and come visit me do you have to like is that assumed you're going to give them a non-stop flight or is it like you're going to go on whatever is cheapest which yeah. means a lot of delays I, I don't think it's a jerk move because they're getting a free flight okay and she does have to make one well two layovers <laughs> she has two to plane change planes twice she's got to rent a car you're going to drive to a different airport <laughs> Say hi to Bill, and he'll give you a token. Like oh, yeah, and then she has to babysit our son for free. Yeah. But, hey, we flew you out here, so I, I do feel bad, but uh, I We couldn't. tried to make it sound so nice. We're like, oh, it's going to be great. I think I All said, the peanuts. I think I said, have you ever been to Oakland before? Like, going to an airport means you've gone to the city. <laughs> She's like, I haven't. I'm like, now you have. You can have this change planes in Oakland. You can't do that oh, unless crap. we booked it. Yeah, I feel like a jerk. I really do. Well, hopefully she doesn't get stuck in the middle seat. Yeah. It's Joey and Lauren's Trending Stories. You may have actually heard this story before. I feel like it's gone pretty viral, but there's a nationwide school bus driver shortage. I know I've seen signs here saying help wanted, starting pay, we need school bus drivers. So it's a real crisis. And there's a class in Boston that was going to go on a road trip or a field trip, I should say. And they couldn't find a bus driver. They couldn't find a bus available for the field trip. So the school used a party bus. Oh, nice. actual party bus equipped with the LED lights, the bar, the oh poles. Oh, my gosh. The oh, the, oh, the poles, too. The whole thing. There is a party <laughs> bus taking your kids on a field trip. <laughs> what do you do? It's got, like, that black interior, the lights, that nasty, <laughs> ugly carpet. I'm imagining that ugly carpet with the weird, like, stripes on uh-huh. it. Just the, a uh, nightclub. <laughs> All right, we're going to the Smithsonian, kids. There's uh, a quote from the guy who tweeted it out. It says, due to the school national school bus driver shortage, my school has hired a party bus with poles to transport us for a field trip. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. Hi, I'm your driver. My name is Cinnamon. <laughs> and Vixen's in the back tending bar. Never seen uh, that yeah. one before. Uh, bartender, can I get a chocolate milk, please? <laughs> I'm sure parents just handled it extremely well. Uh, this is exciting. Maybe bring back some nostalgia for you. But coming back. Oh. Or being brought back. Rugrats? Rugrats. <laughs> Great intro. Great TV show intro. Not terrible. Yeah, I'm watching it now. Man, the effects back then. Oh, yeah, it was bad. It was terrible. I also feel like those Rugrats, I mean, they basically weren't under very much adult supervision. especially. No, never. And Tommy Pickles just running around in a diaper. I mean, I get it. Right? We've all had moments where our kids are running around in a diaper, but it's all day, every day. Yeah, you a lot of windows in that show, too, by the way, oh, that you don't yeah. realize when you're a child, and then you see it later, and you're like, oh, 
That's what they meant by that. Which, I'll be honest, I appreciate. I appreciate a good kids show that's like, you know what, adults are watching. Here's a little inside joke to make you laugh. <laughs> but more Rugrats on the way. So Paramount Plus renewed uh, a revival series for their 13-episode second season. So if you've got Paramount Plus, you want to get your Rugrats on, go Is ahead. Is that the selling point for someone? You know... I'd get Paramount Plus if they bought the Rugrats back. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, they have them. Alicia Silverstone from Clueless as F. F. Jinx. Well, that was crazy. Only Diet Coke. Wow. Uh, she is now on Bumble. In a new interview, she says, yep, I finally did it three years after divorce. I'm on Bumble. So she wow, hopped on the she's not yet. even on the fancy celebrity one. What's Raya or whatever the, yeah, I don't, the fancy rich person one is? She's I even on Bumble. You know, I imagine as a guy, you're swiping or scrolling on Bumble and you see Alicia Silverstone. I imagine you think it's a fake account. Oh, absolutely. I would automatically think any celebrity on a dating app would be a phony, would be a fake. And her poor messages. I bet you she gets clueless references all the time. Whatever. (laughs) As if. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, Nicole Richie set her hair on fire blowing out her birthday candles on her 40th birthday. It's a risk that we all take every time. <laughs> I watched the video and her hair goes up in flames. Yeah. Like luckily she's okay and everything's fine. They were able to put it out. But you know when you're kind of leaning forward to blow out your candles and she's like kind of swaying her head to like and boom. Like blow out all the candles and it caught her hair and sure enough both sides of her hair. I imagine Nicole Richie has a lot of hairspray in that do, and so it was probably very flammable. I'm actually amazed her head didn't just explode with all the chemicals <laughs> that are probably in her hair. Our son tried to grab the candles. He didn't yeah. understand blowing on them, which, COVID or no COVID, I kind of am done with the blowing on the cake thing because as I thought about it, I'm watching all these people at her house for his birthday party, and I'm seeing him like... <sighs> Yeah, and I'm like, spitting all there's over probably it. a lot of people that don't appreciate this <laughs> right now. Like cupcakes may be the way to go. There's some other things pre-COVID that I'm like, why did we eat like bowling balls? Think of how disgusting bowling stick balls are. You stick your finger holes in there. You stick your fingers in the hole that somebody else has just stuck their fingers in. And we're all eating nachos and, yeah. you know, hot That's dogs. So and we're true. licking our fingers. and Yeah. That's even nasty. Even bowling shoes. I mean, I know they got the spray, but even like, hey, I'll wear a pair of shoes that 120 people have worn this week. <laughs> This is cute. There is a woman that people call the Flamingo Lady. So she's from Austin, Texas. She's obsessed with flamingos. She's got flamingo decor. Her whole house is filled with flamingo glasses, dishes, rugs, stuffed animals. And she just got her last dying wish to meet a real flamingo up close. You mean this whole time before she died? She hadn't seen a flamingo yet? Well, she may have seen one, but she got to see it right up close and kind of essentially meet a flamingo uh, and she's since passed away, Aww. but that was really sweet. Before she passed away, she was able to do that. The San Antonio Zoo has now named one of their flamingos Peggy in her honor. That is oh, so that is cute. that is sweet. You know, flamingos are an animal that people get really obsessed with. Like oh. it's it's one of those animals that like people love the designs, mm-hmm. the decor, that and pineapples. We, a lot of people like oh, pineapple yeah. stuff. We went to a funeral recently, and the woman who had passed away, she also loved flamingos. And yeah. so there were a lot of flamingo decor at her funeral, and, and all the grandsons were wearing, like, flamingo ties. Like, it was really, sweet. really cute. And those are some of your trending stories. It's Joey's Phone Janks. Joey and Lauren in the morning. So we are prank calling uh, Tim today, set up by his wife, Julie. So they're big football fans, and they go to a lot of football games. So I call Tim. After he recently went to a football game and let him know he uh, committed an IFB violation. IF, 
IFB. IFB, inappropriate fan behavior for inappropriate chants. You know, everyone chants like defense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was chanting things that were totally different than anything you would hear at a football game. (laughs) Or so you think he was. Yeah, and he is not happy. You don't mess with a man in his football. (laughs) And it's the phone, Jenks. Hello? Hi, is this this Tim? Uh, Yeah, speaking. Tim, Tim, hi, my name is uh, Christopher, and I'm calling from university athletic compliance department um i just want to give you a call to follow up on something did you attend our uh football game on uh saturday did you attend that game uh, yeah yeah i was yeah. there awesome awesome well i just wanted to give you a call we have you uh committing a violation of ifb and i just want to give you a call and let you know what the ramifications of that will be if wait, you wait, just wait, what? if you have a few minutes We've got you as a violation of IFB, inappropriate fan behavior, based on several... I've never, compl- wait, wait. I've never even heard of that. What, what are you talking about? IFB? IFB, inappropriate fan behavior. It's on the back end of your ticket. You can see it in fine print. Um, inappropriate fan behavior. And we got multiple complaints about your fan behavior um, for this past game. And I just want to review some of the complaints, if you don't mind, that we had against you. Uh, yeah, I'd be curious to hear what people are saying about me because I don't recall anything inappropriate. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, we've got some specific chants that you were saying during the game that many fans found inappropriate. We understand that on third down, you were chanting, let's get sexy. And, um, a lot of children obviously thought that that was inappropriate parents with children. So let's get sexy. You know, a lot of times it's get a stop or let's go team. So I just want to know kind of your thought process behind that. Do you find that the, that the team is sexy or uh, I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, that makes you and me both. I don't know what's going on at all. Why, why the hell would I chant that? Well, I, I've got some well, other ones. Okay. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, well, first of all, like I just chant, you know, if I'm chanting or cheering or whatever, I'm just doing whatever everybody around me is doing. And I don't remember anybody chanting anything like that. Okay. About, let's get sexy or whatever. Yeah, we're just trying to figure this out. I mean, the other complaint we got is uh, you saying, a lot of people would say, like, who's your daddy? But you were saying, who's your mother? And we're just trying to figure that out. A lot of people thought that that wasn't in a court. I mean, who's your mother? I'm, I'm just not sure. What's the thought process behind that one? Well, first of all, there is no thought process because it didn't happen. And I don't really know what the hell you're talking about at all. Like, who would chant that? Like, I've heard the who's your daddy chant. But, like, I don't even think I've said that one. Like, I, yeah, well, I'm not I, really, like, a chanty kind of person. Like, I cheer. I have a good time. I'll go along with the crowd. But, like, I'm not, like, up there, like, making up chants and stuff, yeah. especially the ones you're saying. Uh, I understand you were also chanting, let's get naked, which, again, not in compliance <laughs> with what, like, uh, we don't, we just don't know what's going on. So we're just going to have to ban you for 12 months from any further athletic events. We apologize Wait, for that. what? Yeah, so... Uh, unfortunately, a violation of the IFB, especially the chanting of let's get sexy, that's going to ban you for 12 months from any university athletic event. No, so. no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on a second. Like, it, it, there's got to be somebody I can talk to over there because this is ridiculous. And first of all, I'd like to see, like, who's making these accusations against me because, like, this is ridiculous. Like, nobody, like, you, you can't just, like, call somebody up and ban them over without, like, a, a way for me to to prove that I didn't do any of this. Yeah. So, like, you've got no evidence to this fact. We, we also got you down. You took your shirt off and spread uh, mayonnaise and mustard all over your body, and we're just trying to figure that out. So uh, there's no, too well, many. that definitely didn't happen. I can tell you that much. Well, we're like, just. I don't know. I don't know. You got the wrong 
person. Like, I don't know if there's somebody – I didn't even see anybody doing that. But if, if there was somebody doing it, that fine. Like, nobody wants to see people spreading mustard all over themselves. But I can guarantee you that it was not me. Okay. Okay. Well, we actually uh, got confirmation from your wife, Julie. She reached out to us first because uh, this is actually Joey – from Joey and Lauren in the morning, and this is a phone, Jenks, and uh, there's no IFB, and there's no complaining about uh, your fan behavior. Uh-huh. This is uh-huh. all. This is all <laughs> Okay. All right, Julie. All right. Okay. Your, your wife it's wanted to. fair play right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your wife you wanted be- to set you up. You guys love going to the games together, and she thought, uh, let's mess with them a little bit. So you did not take your shirt off, and you were not chanting, let's get sexy. I, I hope no one was doing that at the game, all right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I certainly didn't see it. Oh, my God. Well, enjoy as like, many games as you want to go to, all right, man? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, she's going to get hers. I might be contacting you again yes. soon to get back. I, I think so. We should definitely do that. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. It's time to make up or break up. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning, and it's time for a segment we call Make Up or Break Up, where we figure out why you can't go on a second date with somebody. But we have John with us. How about this, Lauren? He's gone out with Mandy six or seven times. I believe we've had some steady relationships on here, some full-on boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But as far as someone that has dated the same person six or seven times, that's a pretty impressive stretch. It feels like it could be an actual relationship at that point. So let's bring John on and talk all about Mandy. Hello, John. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for uh, joining us here on Makeup or Breakup. Okay, so Mandy, you've gone out with her, you said, six or seven times in your message to us? Yeah. I mean, I I actually felt like at this point she was my girlfriend, which is... Wow. I know this isn't you got your usual, uh, what you guys do, but yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, I feel like mm-hmm. out of nowhere, she just kind of said, that's it. Like we were planning our next date, or so I thought, and her response is just, "I don't think it's going to work." And that, and now when I'm, I mean, obviously taken aback by that, I called her. She's not answering, so I text again. Why? I mean, this is really out of the blue. Mm-hmm. What happened? And just no response. And it's like, what? I mean, I've been seeing her six or seven days. It's been like we're in the second month here mm-hmm. of knowing each other, and it's just. It's really, now that I'm ghosted by her, I, I thought of you guys and that I could get some help, get some answers, because I'm really kind of bewildered by yeah. this. So so walk Very us strange. through uh, a little bit, John. Walk us through what the relationship has been like until now. It seems like everything's been good. Have you feel like you've been hitting the mark on every date? Like she's been really happy with you. You've been happy with her. And then this is a very sudden. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're really getting to know each other, doing all kinds of different fun dates, like some activity dates, going to dinner. Yeah. I mean, we've, I mean, physically we're moving forward okay. in, in the right direction. And there's been good, <laughs> good. Chemistry there. So she so, things have been well. And then you try to reach out and then she just totally stops and then what was her response she's like i just don't think it's gonna work sorry okay just and doesn't I think said, it's gonna what work do you, what do you mean it's not gonna work like what happened and just that was it okay no more responses something that just keeps blinking like a light to me is this idea that you've gone out six or seven times now you just told us you would consider her your girlfriend 
Have you explained that to her? You know what I mean? I wonder if this. She wants you've you gone to on define six or seven, it yeah. a little bit. You've gone on six or seven dates. You've never defined it. You've mm-hmm. never expressed your feelings. You just keep going on dates. And she goes, you know what? If he's not going to say, well, I want to be exclusive or then almost she's getting cold feet. And she's like, I'm going to drop this off before I get my heart broken. If we can go the rom-com way. I don't want to get my heart broken if you're not going to say those things to me. I mean, I that kind of feels like a stretch. Okay. For me, just because, and we haven't said it in those words, but I had kind of indicated that that I did really like her and that I wasn't interested in seeing anybody else. And, I mean, when we talk around physical stuff, like talking about being exclusive and those kind of conversations, and it felt like we were on the same page, like we're moving forward. And I would think if there, I mean, like concerns of yeah, any kind. Yeah, and then in your defense, you could say, well, you need to bring that up if you're concerned about it. Yeah. So, John, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break real quick. We'll come back. We'll call Mandy. You stay on the other line. We'll talk to Mandy, get her side of things. Hopefully, she'll open up to us, figure out why you go out six or seven times, and then, boom, I don't think you're the right fit, and just drop in contact, and we'll try to figure this out, all right? Thank you. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time to make up or break up. We are right in the middle of make up or break up. We talked to John for quite a while here. kind of a doozy. It Do you is. feel that way? It's, yeah. There's a lot happening when it's, here. When it's a first date, there's a lot of things that can go wrong, and maybe you just realize you're not the right fit. John and Mandy went out, he said, six or seven times. He would consider her mm-hmm. his girlfriend. They've been dating. But he never really said that. That's what I keep coming back to. I worry that, you know, if you didn't define it and you didn't yeah, do that, you just lead someone but on. But he said that they had had conversations about, you know, just sure. exclusively maybe dating. I don't know. Regardless, yeah. I, I feel you. Maybe there's something missing that she wanted more. So let's talk to Mandy and get her side of things. Hello. Hello, is this Mandy? This is Mandy. Mandy, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Morning radio show. How are you? Um, oh, good. Hi, hi, Mandy. <laughs> That's good to hear. Um, if you have a second, we wanted to actually talk to you real quick about uh, someone who listens to our show named John. John really likes you. He says you guys have gone on several dates. I think he said six or seven. He reached out to us because he said his most recent interaction with you was that you said you're no longer interested and he's kind of shocked. So our job really is to maybe connect the dots and figure out what went wrong so we could tell him if you have a second. I know we're catching you off guard. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I'm back this morning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you weren't prepared for this, no. but do you have some time to maybe tell us what's going on? Because he's really confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what what happened? Because, I mean, you don't go on a date with somebody six or seven times. Everything's going well. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, not the right fit. Well, I disagree with you there because I was very straightforward and said we're not the right fit. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't owe him any other explanation, but, uh, you know what, since he's the one who dropped me out of a radio station, like, <laughs> let's do this then. All right, well, let's do this. So you say not the right fit. <laughs> what made it not the right fit? Um, I, I don't think he, is that all he said? It's like, is that legit all he said? That like, is I legit. just said it was like, oh, we're not the right fit after a few days. Yes, legit. All, honestly, we left talking with him saying we're confused. That it seems like a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. So that's all he told us. Okay. Um, here's why I decided that I was like, this is not the person for me. Um, I 
obviously followed him on Instagram, and he follows me, and uh, he got a tattoo with my name on it on his arm with, like, a little happy butterfly surrounding it. (laughs) Wait, you saw this on his Instagram? Like, he posted it? Did he tag you or what? He didn't tag me. He didn't tag me. Um, But that's my name. Okay, so it says Mandy. It's got a butterfly, uh, the whole thing. We've only been dating. (laughs) Okay. Did you... Did you ask him about it, or did you just? Yeah, why at not that say, point, "Hey, like, nope. dude, what's with the tattoo?" Would you like really? Would you if you'd only met someone a handful of times and then you saw your name on their body, you'd be like, "This is a person oh that you keep talking to." <laughs> and you know, it's you know, it's a new tattoo. Like this isn't something that he's always had, and it's just coincidence. Oh no! I mean, I, I have, I have, I have seen him in person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, you... I love tattoos. Okay, um, so I'm, I'm gonna notice that, Mandy. Wow. Let's just, we just want to talk to John, and actually he's on the other line with us, and I really want to know what's going on with this tattoo <laughs> and why, A, he didn't bring that up to us, or B, you didn't even say, I know you think it's weird, like, I've just no, I barely know this guy, but to not yeah, text him. and freaked out, and you just But stopped. still say, hey, dude, saw your Instagram, you got my name okay, on your all right, all right, all right. We're, we're going to bring on John. I don't want to open the door to crazy, like, well, hey, saw your tattoo. I'm busting it open because John's with closet. us. <laughs> uh, John, can you explain the tattoo? Whoa. We'll bring you back on. Whoa. Well, open the door to crazy. Come on. that I mean, that's such a stretch. Like, we're, we both love tattoos. We've had so many conversations around tattoos. I have them all over my body. Like, it's not a big deal. I feel like whenever there's something that happens in my life that's significant, like a chapter in my life, then I add a tattoo. So I, this is a, a new chapter in my life, and I'm excited about it. I know you love butterflies. What's the big deal? And why wouldn't she just tell me that as opposed to just saying it's not going to work and that's it? Can I, can I, can I answer that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> I, I just, I'm, I don't understand. I, I don't know you that well. Like I've met my mechanic more than I've met you. And okay, you've I don't have six a or seven dates. With him. And, and what do you mean to say when, when you mean like this is a new chapter in my, in your life, like with me? Yeah, I mean, what's the big deal? It's not like, like I have three other girls' names tattooed on my body. Oh! Not like a big deal. What? I mean, it. You can always add to them, disguise them, okay. or just leave them there and be like, "That was the time in my life." We dated for like a month, bro. <laughs> well, hold I'm on getting a second. the vibe. I'm getting the vibe that John, you are taking this relationship maybe a little more seriously. Mandy, maybe this is more casual for you. I mean, I don't understand why you would go on so many dates with someone if you didn't like them or see some kind of a, or, a future with them. I mean, Mandy, honestly, at this point, you should get a tattoo that says John on your arm, really. And I think you should <laughs> I match mean, it. obviously, we're so, madly in love. Yeah, oh we've gosh. been together forever. To give this John credit, to defend John, maybe it's not even about the relationship. You just sound like someone that you love tattoos. And so... Hey, you know what? Let's do a Mandy tattoo. What? I've got three other women on without, my body. John, John, without telling Mandy, yeah. maybe you tell her first. I think you know? it's a surprise. Like, hey. My- I mean, <laughs> I was excited to show her. To, I, I, tattoos are not a big deal to me. I've, okay. I've got them all over I- my body. How about this, John? It sounds like it's not going to work out, Mandy. I can't imagine you want to go out again. John, how about this? Oh, no. Ta- oh, no. <laughs> okay. Tattoo's not a big deal. How about the Joey and Lauren logo right on the back shoulder? <laughs> yes. What do you think? I mean, 
How that, about on my that face be, instead, like, so that way I everyone knows where I am. Kind of incentive, like do I get advertising? Yeah, type of <laughs> some free commercials, <laughs> like a couple of T-shirts, the whole it. thing. Wow. All right, well, uh, yeah, John, a little merch. Would yeah. Be nice. Oh yeah. my gosh. Send us, send us the picture of the tattoo, and uh, we wish you guys the best. All right. Thank you. Right. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren on demand. Joey and Lauren. Time for your Joey life hack. This is actually really good. Uh, this will help you out if you like swearing. And you maybe feel bad about swearing, but you're like, wait, I shouldn't feel bad about <laughs> swearing. Uh, when in pain, swearing can raise your pain tolerance due to the release of incophalin. I think that's oh, how you say yeah, it. Of course. Yeah, which can act as a natural opioid. So yes, you stub your toe and you want to say some cuss words, it's actually gonna ease your pain. Now is that really for actual cuss words, or is it anything that you yell? Is it the yelling that releases that? Because could you be like fiddlesticks? No, 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 no. You know, it has Don't. to be the swear word. Fiddlesticks doesn't do the same as bleep 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 bleep, right? You give it you give a couple of bleeps. Just be the shouting that's helping, or is it actually the words? Swearing can raise your pain tolerance. That is your Joey life hack. So go ahead, swear on swears. And if anybody gives you a hard time, be like, I'm releasing natural opioids. Okay, I'm getting stronger. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. Maybe that's why I have such a low pain tolerance because I rarely swear. (laughs) So I'm like super weak. I'm like, oh, you know what? I just need to start swearing like a sailor. I think so. I absolutely think you do. So I wanted to ask you about this. Um, I made some goodie bags for our son's birthday party a few days ago. Made them for all the kids to take home. Has fun little trinkets inside. Some snacks. Some different things. Yeah, kid. I yes. Uh, You know where I'm getting. Yeah, I know. I know what you're going to say. And yes, I did. Gosh, dang it! And I don't feel bad. So the backstory is, I had two goodie bags that were out for two kids that couldn't make it last minute. So I had these goodie bags for them. I was going to take them to them, you know, sometime. And I noticed that it was, like, open, and the snacks are gone. Yeah, my snacks. We paid for the snacks. The kids <laughs> didn't make it. I'm sorry. I don't know what... You want me to feel bad because a seven-year-old's not going to get a goodie bag? <laughs> I I'm, had their names on them. I, I know you Wait, did. In what world is it okay for someone to grab something that clearly has someone else's name when you pay, across you, it? You paid for... I left the dinosaur bracelets. So, oh, thank you. from my point of view, I was standing in the kitchen yesterday, and I saw these two goodie bags, and they're in these stupid little... Dinosaur bags. <laughs> I can say, I mean, we bought them, but they're in these little dinosaur bags and they had the names of these kids on them. And I knew, oh, yeah, these were the two kids that couldn't make it. And I didn't even know what was packed in these things. So I opened it up. They had a little dinosaur sticker. I moved all the dinosaur bracelets and little knickknacks you had in there. And then I saw there was some candy in there. There were some snacks. And I was like, you know what? Perfect. I'm a little hungry. I need a little sneaky snack. And so I ate them, both of them. And I don't feel bad. I can't, like, I can't even wrap my mind around doing something like that when it's got someone else's I never assumed you were going to deliver them. Is that what happens now when kids don't show up to birthday parties? You bring them a slice of cake, you do all that? Well, okay, so it was last minute that morning. So I already had all the things prepared for these kids. That morning, the mom had texted and said, hey, my husband's not feeling well. Would you rather we stay home, you know, just in case, because he's really sick? I was like, ah, yeah, you know what, we'll get together another time. You guys worry about getting healthier. Don't, you know, I didn't want them to be contagious and bring something sure. with other kids at the house. So they stayed home. So I said, I have goodie bags for you. So she already knows that I have the bags. Oh, I did not. I did not yeah. know that. So she she knows that I have those for her two kids. Perfect. Awesome. And so now what am I going to do? I mean, obviously I'll fill them again with some other stuff. But I'm like, <laughs> Fill them with the leftovers that we didn't do? I mean, the problem was. Is I saw it open and I'm like, what the heck? One of the snacks that you got 
that was, I mean, you, you bought basically only the amount that you needed. And so I, I knew we didn't have any in the pantry. And they're those, um, they're those Cinnabon snacks. I think I did them on a Saturday snack review. And they're amazing. They're like one of the best things around. And so I was like, well, I've got to take advantage. So I ate both of them, both bags. Yeah, I saw that. So you think, it's, that. you think it's foul that I took? I mean, yeah. again, what if you had an adult party and you had like some goody things? If they don't show up, that's part of the problem. It would have been great, but they couldn't be there. So boys got to eat. I mean, I you, needed you a snack. You get really upset if I ever touch your leftovers, right? Or anything that you put your name on. If you That's because I'm in living the at the house. But it doesn't matter. If, if there's something that you have that you clearly have for yourself and you put your name, like, you would be annoyed if I went in and started eating it or grabbed it or took it away. Okay, so let me get another example of this. So we were at a little uh, event yesterday for a coworker celebrating, like, is it 45 years on the air? Really, really cool guy. KJ Mack is his name. And they were doing this little get-together, and there were hors d'oeuvres there. If I couldn't show up last minute, am I supposed to be like, hey, by the way, send me a plate of the meatballs and the pork and seeds and all that stuff? No. No. Because it's different because it's not like they had already had a plate or a to-go container with your name on it ready for you. Do you see the difference? You, you want me to apologize for <laughs> eating snacks that I paid for, which just seems <laughs> asinine. It seems crazy. These, you know what we'll do? We'll buy these kids little Happy Meals or something. Would that make you oh, feel better? They probably like that better because <laughs> they weren't that great of goodie Again, bags. This goes back to the root of the problem, which is why at a two-year-old birthday party do we need to have goodie bags for all these kids? That's my problem. That's what because I have an issue it's with. It's fun to do. I don't know. Fun to do. We're throwing it back. It's Joey and Lauren's Throwback Thursday. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Throwback Thursday. We're throwing it back to... Tell us about a time that your parents really embarrassed you, that you were a kid and you're like, Mom, Dad, seriously, we've all had those moments. You probably now had those moments as a parent, and you're passing on the tradition of, hey, I was embarrassed as a kid, so sorry, you're getting it now. So maybe also you can tell us a time that you embarrassed your children. 68719, you can text us, Lauren. Oh, gosh, my mom. When did she not embarrass me? <laughs> I'm pretty sure every time I had... Friends over, my mom or my stepdad would say or do something to embarrass me on purpose. That's the thing with my parents. It was never on accident. It was never like an innocent, you know, naive, oh, sorry, sweetie. I didn't yeah, they mean knew to what embarrass they were doing. you. Oh, my mom, I'm pretty sure she got some sort of a thrill embarrassing me in front of my my friends, my classmates. Uh, but one that I thought of specifically, I still remember uh, this song was very popular when I was in school. I don't even remember what grade I was in, but I remember my mom pulls me up to the school to so drop you me did off. The, you, did, you didn't do the bus. You did the school drop off? What's weird is I did the bus. So I don't know why on this day my mom was taking me to school. For some reason, my mom was taking me to school. Slept in or something. Right. And maybe maybe it wasn't school. or I don't know what it was. She was taking me somewhere where she was dropping me off and I, there were people outside. And so my mom, she pulls up and to be just a jerk and embarrass me, she cranks up this song. Cranks it. This is a good song. This would embarrass you? This would have made me cool. It embarrassed me because it was from my mom. I pull up in my mom's old uh, Pontiac uh, uh. and she cranks up Snoop Dogg. The most embarrassing part is she goes, pop it like a top. Pop it like a top. <laughs> so she's getting the wrong. <laughs> That's yeah, like- exactly. So she's singing it wrong. and she- <laughs> That's just- awesome. She unrolls all the windows and she is just shouting it 
Pop it like it. a top. Pop it like a top. Singing it wrong, and I just slink into my chair. I'm yeah, just like, no Mom, way. stop it. Mom, stop it. Yeah, that's amazing. Instantly made that song uncool for me. The drop-off line. Mine both have to do with basketball. So when I, I was not good at sports. I loved sports, and I played. All my friends were very athletic. I have multiple friends went up and played college basketball. A couple of my friends played college baseball. And I was terrible, right? Because I drank a lot of soda as a kid. So <laughs> when you're 12 and you're drinking a ton of soda and you're trying to be conditioned for basketball, it doesn't work out. So I didn't play much. So my dad would come to the games. But my dad would like, because he wanted to be effective and he knew I wasn't going to play much, he literally brought his Bible and would read his Bible because my dad was like a professor and he taught like world religions in college. And so <laughs> while all the other parents are like paying attention <laughs> to the game, my dad would sit there with his Bible. And I'm like, dad, don't read your Bible in a gym. That's weird, man. It was like highlighting yes. verses. Yes. <laughs> so every other parent's like into the game. And my dad would be reading the Bible until I got in, which was rare, right? I, the team had to be up by 50 points for me to get in. The other problem, that was my dad embarrassing me, but my mom, we had a game. We had a basketball game, and all my friends decided to come over to my house before the game. So it was after school, before the basketball game. We're all sitting down playing video games or whatever. My mom comes down, and my mom goes, boys, do you guys want any snacks or anything before the big game? And I said, no, mom, I think we're good. And my mom straight up in front of all my friends goes, well, honey, I was probably talking to your friends that are going to actually play tonight. (gasps) And I, all oh, my friends no. went, oh, your mom just roasted you. Literally roasted me right oh, there. And she probably didn't mean it. No. She probably just was like, no, I just want to make sure you guys have enough energy for the game. But that's what she was saying. <laughs> she was like, Joey, it doesn't matter if you want a snack. You're going to be sitting on the bench. You'll probably be <laughs> snacking on popcorn, which I did, by the way. We Shut had the, the water boy, the basketball <laughs> manager, the kid that like, you know, handed out towels and stuff. Yeah. He would always get concessions. And me and Scott, the two kids that never played, we would sit on the end of the bench and like literally I'd be like, here, give me some popcorn. And then he would point <laughs> out like cute girls in the stands and stuff. That's what we did. I thought but, you were going to say your mom came up to you and all your friends and was like, Joey, do you need to go to the bathroom? Yeah, do, you or do you need to go potty? Do you need to go potty? Like I thought you were going to say something no, like it that. No, was, it was worse. She literally goes, Joey, I was talking about the players who were going to play tonight. And I was like, mom, that's embarrassing. Your parents embarrassing you by reading the Bible and trying to feed yeah. your friends. My mom just blasting rap Snoop music. Dogg, yeah. <laughs> we grew up with very different backgrounds if you're catching up with us here. I still, every time I listen to that song, I'm like, yep, yeah, my mom was the Pop worst. like a top. <laughs> pop like And you know what? Love her, but she embarrassed me. I know Lauren's mom, and Lauren's mom was definitely the mom from Mean Girls trying to be cool. Your mom has always been like, oh, I'm the cool mom. I'm hip. Yeah, but she also purposely will do things yeah. that she knows embarrasses me too. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, you can text us 68719. It's our throw. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and we're trying to find out if I am a jerk. So uh, we booked a flight for Lauren's mom to come down and come visit. And the rule kind of is, hey, you know, we're going to go away for a couple days. But we thought, okay, we pay for your flight. You fly down here, and you hang out with us, and you watch our son. And that's kind of the trade-off, right? Well, I'm trying to find out if I'm a jerk because I'm saving money on these plane tickets. So she's got delays and layovers and yeah. Like plane changes you know, in Oakland. I feel bad for kind of going along with this because <laughs> I'm realizing quickly based off the text line that we are terrible okay. humans. Now, let me let me throw out a, a huge disclaimer here. We're talking about saving $120. So think about $120 saved to make the plane ride. Like three more hours. 
Basically, it, travel time. I, I thought about it. In fact, I looked direct flights. I think it's like an hour 45, and now it's like four and a half hours. So, yeah, a couple of hours. But <laughs> uh, watch a movie. That's a two-hour movie. You, and hang out in the Oakland airport. Who doesn't want to do that? Am I uh, a terrible person? I think so. So, 68719, you could text us. Essentially, you know, we're flying my mom out here, and we're making her take the long way to save money. <laughs> this one $120, not just like five bucks. This one says, I fly my mother-in-law here every uh, or twice a year to do the exact same thing. And I just have to pony up and get her the easiest ticket so she doesn't have to wake up at 3 in the morning or take six stops to get here. Just saying. Yeah, I've got her flying out so at 6 a.m. Just, just <laughs> pony up the cash. That's the other thing. She used to be at the airport at like 4.30 in the morning. It's perfect. What are you talking about? Maybe this is my way to get back at Lauren's mom and be like, Why? oh, yeah, we'll fly out here. No, I, I love her to death. I just... I'm sorry. I'm saving 120 bucks. This text says you should have just gotten her a straight flight, Joey. She's your mother-in-law. $120. That's some good change I'm saving. And again, she's never been to Oakland. Now she can say she's been to Oakland because she gets to go and change planes there. She gets to fly the opposite direction. This texter says, wow, I can't believe I actually just heard Joey try to weasel his mother-in-law. Sorry. Not sorry. Again, free flight. I like the airport experience. She gets Maybe there's a great little airport restaurant in Oakland. Now she gets to try. Let me also make this worse by adding the other factor, which is my mom doesn't like flying. She gets anxiety <laughs> on airplanes. And so you're making her change planes twice. Two takeoffs, two landings. Four flights. Yeah, but again, $120 saved. How can I book a flight and it only adds a couple hours and you save that much money? That's an amazing thing. So, I'm sorry. You know, when we were on the phone with my mom, she seemed so okay with it. But now I think she was just saying that. Probably. She probably, she's when we hung up, no. she's like, those freaking jerks make me get up early in the morning. And they're flying me, okay, for free. But I have, like, a million stops. And then I get there. And then I got to babysit their child for well, free. Well, the best part is, too, is that on flights home, it's, like, super late at night. <laughs> she gets in super late. But, again, saved it. It was, like, 78 bucks on the way home. That's amazing. You can't find those oh, deals anywhere. I feel bad. Can we cancel it and like redo yeah, it? Yeah, they are perfect. Let's cancel it and let's waste even more money. Well, no. can you get a full refund on canceling a flight? I don't know. I don't know because I think I booked the uh, the like want to get away rate, which means oh, it's no. non refundable. Once again, <laughs> looking out for my pocketbook. That's what I'm doing. All right, that's what a good son in law would Wait, do. Wait, we'll take her to a really nice dinner yeah, when she comes. Yeah, exactly. Right? That I have a coupon for or something. <laughs> or be like, uh, we got to split an entree to save money. Uh, by the way, the Armrest. Is everyone in agreement that uh, officially airlines came out and like employees and flight attendants said that the person that gets the middle armrest is the person sitting in the middle seat? Yeah, uh, this texter 68719 says, I actually love sitting in the middle seat. For some what reason, kind of weirdo. <laughs> for some reason, I feel safer when I'm sitting between two well, people. I guess you could feel safer, but. I've never heard of anybody that enjoys that experience yeah, sitting in the middle. Yeah, this texture says that's absolutely right. Anyone sitting in the middle should get both armrests. This one says, I have no shame. I always take window seat and both armrests. Oh, good. You're a good person. Do you recline your seat back too? Take away those six <laughs> inches? Be like, you know what? Do you I, do you ping the flight attendant six times? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you, you know blow your little that? air thing on the people next to you and freeze <laughs> them out? Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's listener versus Lauren. Serena is today's contestant. What's going on, Serena? How are you? Oh, good, doing good. Just got to work. All right. What do you do for work? Do you mind telling us? Is that weird? Is that I a weird work thing? for a home health agency. Oh, nice. Right on. That sounds yeah. pretty awesome. Pretty I wish rewarding. I knew expertise. I wish I could like 
throw in some of my uh, two cents, but I honestly, I'm just going to say that's awesome because <laughs> Serena, you're awesome. All right. <laughs> Thank you. We got three uh, trivia questions for you. Lauren is going to leave the studio right now. Okay. Good luck, Serena. So uh, Lauren Thank is going to leave the studio. She will not be able to hear these three questions. We'll ask you the three. We'll bring Lauren back in, ask her the same questions and see what is better. All right. Okay. Okay. Serena, question number one, this cheese, I thought of this question last night in bed. This cheese it looks like it's speckled with orange and white. It's an orange Holy and white. Jack. There it is. That made sense, right? When I wrote that yeah. question down, I'm like, is this going to confuse people? Well, you got it. All right, question number two. This chemical is found in many swimming pools. Chlorine. Boom. And to go a perfect three for three, what is the name of the actor that played Jackie Chan's co-star in the Rush Hour movies? Um... I'm totally drawing a blank. I can see him, but I can't even think of his name. Anything? Um, Christopher Tucker. Tucker, oh, is that right? It is Chris Tucker. Maybe he goes by Christopher oh. Tucker, but you get it. That's three for three. A perfect score. So, Serena, you're guaranteed at least a tie. I think you're going to win. There's, there's no way I think Lauren's going to get that third question. All right, so Lauren. Yeah, is, that was a hard one. It is a hard one. All right, so here we go. Lauren's back in. No spoilers, Serena. Don't give her any hints. Sure. Here we go. Okay. Question number one. <laughs> this cheese is speckled orange and white. Speckled? It, orange? Oh, Colby Jack. Okay. I thought that was a confusing <laughs> question. Both you and Serena were like, Colby Jack. Well, it took me a quick second. I was like, what, what do you mean speckled? Question two. This chemical is found in many swimming pools. Chlorine. All right. There's that condescending tone by Lauren. Yeah. Like, what a stupid <laughs> what? question. Uh, all right. Question number three. <laughs> What is the name of the actor that played Jackie Chan's co-star in the Rush Hour movies? Oh, my gosh. I'm looking right at him. It's Chris. I think his name is Chris. Oh, my gosh. What is his name? I need an answer. Oh, it's Chris. Chris something. Five. Why do I want to say Chris Kattan? It's not Chris Kattan. What's his name? I don't know. Chris something. Chris something would be nice. But, Serena, why don't you tell Lauren it's Chris what? Tucker. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Dang Chris dang Tucker. It. So with that, Serena got a perfect three for three, oh, and she is nice. today's champion. Way to go, Serena. Thank you. Way to go. That is an amazing, impressive performance with three for three. Serena's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, stay on the line. We're going to get your information. <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. It's time for What Do We Learn? I'm worried because Lauren has just given me this look of people are very angry. It's about time. Normally, people get mad at Lauren. On the show. This is rare territory for me where I'm being called the bully. You know, I'm going to dedicate the next couple of minutes to just hate on Joey. Okay. That's pretty much what this is because we've gotten so many texts, 68719, about why you are terrible for what you're doing to my mom. Yeah. So Lauren's mom, my mother-in-law, is flying down to be with us for a while, but also babysit our son while we're gone for just a couple of days. And I bought the plane ticket, said, hey, we'll fly you down here. But I in order to save $120, did not buy a direct flight, and she's got a couple of stops. She's got to stop in Oakland. She has to switch planes <laughs> both flights. It's like a, it would have been an she... hour and 45. Now it's four and a half hours, but <laughs> she gets to go to the Oakland airport, which I've heard is just a gem, and you got to see that airport. So a lot of people uh, think you're terrible. This one says, I'm a grandma, 
The flight is bad enough, but to make me switch twice, I would not do it. Sorry, How much Grandma. would it cost you to pay a babysitter to watch your little boy? Just saying. This is going to be more expensive than our babysitter runs. I'm just saying. We're already spending an extra 50 bucks than we would. Joey, that is so horrible what you're doing to your mother-in-law. I think you're going to win the award for worst son to lie ever. Thank you. This one, 120 bucks is like two rounds of golf, Joey. Now, don't bring golf into this. Don't uh, bring golf into you're this. You're already saving money by having her watch your son. What is wrong with you? <laughs> but also, we're playing, like, paying for the plane ticket, that's nothing to bat an eye at. Joey, you should feel bad. I wouldn't do that for myself for only $120. Her time is valuable, too. <sighs> I, um, I love flying, so I would love to change planes <laughs> at the Oakland airport. This one says free flight. That's your excuse. You're getting a free babysitter. Don't be cheap. I call it grandmother, grandson bonding time instead of free <laughs> babysitting. We all have different ways of describing it. Her mom is doing you a solid and you're making it a pain in the butt for her to get here. Seriously, Joey? Like no one else would want to save $120 on plane tickets. I'm just saying no one else would want to save $120 on plane tickets. What you did totally negated the trade-off. Joey, it's not worth it. Pony up the cash. You're getting free babysitter. It's bonding time. It's I not babysitter. I can't get through all these texts. Man, this is a um, rare territory. Okay, this me. one does say free flight to come see my grandkids sold. Hey, it's a free For flight. It's, it's adding a couple hours. And it's going to Oakland. She's never been to Oakland. So really. She's going to be like home alone rushing through the airport to get to her next plane. She's I'm not going to be enjoying the sights and sounds of Oakland. I'm paying your mom to travel to new cities. I'm giving your mom a new experience she's never had, which is seeing Oakland, California. You're welcome. By the way, my mom has flight anxiety. Don't, no, don't bring and that into it. I'm already getting, planes. I'm getting enough hate. And now you're going to bring up that your mom hates flying and I'm making her go to two different planes. I'm saving money. It's all going to work out. I'm going to get her a nice something. I'm going to rent her a car. She also gets to drive our car. So that's oh, nice. Oh, cool. She gets to change Fine, diapers whatever. and drive our car. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand.